It is Saturday the 7th of October 2023 and this is The Future of Photography. The Future of Photography I almost got the word photography wrong there. I don't know if you noticed if it's going to come across. <laughs> that's that's yeah. I should I should be able to say the word photography after having how many podcasts I've done. Yes, yes. Uh, well, Jeremiah, how are you? I'm good, and uh, you know we we were missing Chris, who's lost his voice this week, and so doing a podcast without a voice um, is challenging. So it, it is, it is. But uh, th- thankfully, uh, thankfully, you're you're back uh, uh, with us this week. Uh, although not really back at I am, home, I'm you're still, still traveling. On the road, yeah. but uh, you know, here I am um, in the morning in uh, Vancouver, of all places. And um, uh, there you go. So yeah, well, it's, uh, it's a nice place, Vancouver, isn't it? Lovely, Having visited lovely. this year, it's a nice place. Yeah, I think voted the number two city, best city to live in. Is it? Planet. Oh, so okay. That's what they say. Yeah. Wow. Impressive. I think Guildford. Guildford is number one. Guildford is it? Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, that's. I was there this morning actually. Um, it's, a, it's a lot. Yes. Very nice morning. You're bathing. You're bathing in the afterglow. Obviously. I am. Yes. Well, absolutely. Good. Well, a good. So job. today's subject. Today's subject is really about uh, the new capture on. I, I don't want to call it video. But I want to call it a filmic multiple image capture, as in if we take the live capture on our iPhones, which means it it'll capture you know a series of frames out of which we can decide what is our ultimate frame. Yep. But also the difference in kind of going out in the world and exploring with a camera that allows us to take videos, film, um, and with capture that is now approaching 6K, even 8K now with these new cameras, the quality of frame grabbing from those is equal or better in many cases than our, you know, just still image. And so, you know, with that in mind, is there a different process in just going out and taking film? And it could, I'm not talking about staging and cinema. I'm just taking, but just, just taking a series of five, eight, seven, ten seconds of a moment and then rediscovering it later of what, what is in there. So it could be something that feels random, i.e. you walk on the street, you, you open the capture, you start to record, you move the camera around, you cut it out. Obviously, you don't want to keep it on ad nauseum because <laughs> you'll run out of space, especially if you're recording at you know, high quality. But to do a capture of five or six seconds at high quality and then another one and another one and and knowing that somewhere in there lies a magic image that's a very different um mental approach um to making a picture than the quote decisive moment which is uh 
Cartier Bresson's um, analysis of just finding the exact moment of trigger of, of where the composition comes together. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, have you ever done anything like that? Um, I, I have not for a few years, and maybe I need to try it again now that you know, because uh, the the last time I did it, you know, whether it was a dedicated camera or a phone, it was of lower quality than it is today, right? So, you know, the the concept of uh, your know, cameras either didn't have fast enough burst modes if they were taking lots of stills, or the the video quality was not there where you wanted it to be for a still photo. Um, so maybe I should go out and do it again. I have to say, my, my recollection of it was that I felt like because, because I wasn't going for the decisive moment, I felt like I was not, not kicking the can down the road, but I, building up in, in software terms, building up technical debt. If that's if that phrase means yeah. something to you, so for those that are not well versed in the software world, um, building up technical debt is where you cut corners in in your programming to get the thing live launched, um, but but you know you've cut corners and you have to you have to go back and fix those later, um, and but over time you end up creating if you do that a lot you end up creating a bow wave ahead of your product, which is all the technical debt, all the corners you've cut, which yeah. then need to be addressed. Think think Evernote. Been- think Evernote. Right. falling over and needing to be rebase line <laughs> uh, by the way it's what vcs would call getting to market first and fast oh yeah so, there's, there's definitely definitely in the short term there's some good things about yeah uh, about taking a, an eyes open decision to accrue some technical debt but but for me um uh, I what last time I tried this, I, I very much felt how the a burden right of of that debt, which is that at some point in the future I'm going to have to sift through all that material, yeah. and and find those magical moments should they exist. Um, whereas that's if I also, actually, that's fun though, it can be fun. It can be. Uh, I, I I suspect whether it's. Uh, I I think I I I'm not quite sure. I personally have the right mindset for it. I don't mind flicking through a whole collection of stills and going no 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 yes no 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 yes. But is having the same thing. It feels like a lot more work to do it with. If if every one of those was a ten second video, I think it would be a lot more work. But don't know. Have you I'm, tried it? Do I, you do it? Yeah. I'm just trying to get at, and uh, you know, I, I think when we talked about um, uh, photography without a camera, going out, selecting a place in your mind, coming back, revisiting, yeah. is mm-hmm. you know, is do these are all different ways of approaching uh, photography, image capture, um, even breaking out of sort of a, a block um, of what uh, what inspires and what doesn't. Um, you know, too often we get kind of bogged down in a what I would consider a a normal workflow that is patterned, and we just assume that the way to get a good result is to follow that workflow constantly. Take my camera, I put on my thirty-five millimeter lens, I sling it over my shoulder, I go for a walk. Uh, if I'm shooting film, maybe I load it with, you know, uh, Tri-X, Plus X, HP5, whatever. And that becomes my mode and, and that's it. And that 
listen, that, that has worked for all of us in so many ways over so many years. That's great. But sometimes you go like, oh, I just don't feel like that today. I'm just not inspired. And that's why we've been talking about, you know, in many ways, different ways to make and capture pictures, which yeah, is yeah. really mm -hmm. get re-inspired by photography and looking and seeing and experiencing and being present. And, you know, I think our, our, our piece on um, taking a walk, putting, um, dropping points in, revisiting them, making notes, coming back. That's kind of the, the opposite of this. You know what I mean? That is the considered, focused um, approach uh, to creating an, an image at a place in time with light the way you envisioned it and formalizing that in the capture. Well, this is a little different. This is, I don't really know what I'm looking for, but I'm just going to kind of allow what I'm seeing, the machine that I'm using, whatever it is, high end, low end, and just sweep across. In other words, randomly go, oh, look at the light on that building. I'm just gonna just move my camera across or up, you know, for a moment or slow shutter and, and, and basically wash it or, or burst mode at very high speed, like a sports photographer, that kind of thing. And then, you know, just kind of embrace that and then go in and go, what are the images that were not as apparent to me that I couldn't have really seen, you know, that transition of like moving off the, building into sky, maybe there's a little blur, maybe there's some energy there, just a different kind of thing, pulling it into editing applications, whatever you're using, and really exploring that um, as a way of kind of recapturing a kind of magic that is unexpected um, and interesting in terms of what I would consider making photographs yeah it's it's an interesting it's an interesting thing you've you've set my mind racing right with it with the idea here i mean one of the things that you know just just purely from a, a technical point of view that would that would be different if you you know and and we i'm sure we must have discussed this before but is the you know is the frame rate for shooting video and the shutter speed for shooting video is often very different from what you would use for stills so I, I like a bit of movement in my images, as you know. And so there's definitely an appeal for me to say, right, well, I'm going to shoot video at 24 frames per second. I'm going to stick my shutter at you know, a 48th. Yeah. So, you know, so that I'm getting a nice, yeah, a nice smooth you know, video out of that. But also, of course, there'll be potentially some motion blur in the in, in the still image that you capture from that i guess you'd have to um have to make sure you've got the settings right so you wouldn't really want a lot of um uh incremental frames i forget what the car the, the the names in video shooting are but uh you'll be able to help me out here jeremiah but so, some sometimes when you shoot video you have a setting that really only takes a full frame every once a second and then it into leaves or interlaces or something or, yeah. or or makes it up make make stuff up in between and sometimes you want i think it's called is it called all eye where you take every, you take a full frame every time and so you've got the most data you possibly can also the shutter angle is is yeah. interesting too i mean we've all seen you know 
if you shot at a, what I would consider a normal or very open shutter um, of water, yep, um, point down, you get the you get the motion blur of the water, everything else being rigid. But if you close the shutter very very aggressively, you say you can see every little drop. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's almost a little pixelated or animated in that feeling. We've seen it in, in films often. They use it, you know, when you're shooting action or, you know, big battle yeah. scenes. It's kind of nice. The, it, it, um, it was um, Saving Private Ryan is, the, is, is one of the earlier ones that did it. And they shot the whole of the opening sequence, I think, uh, at some crazy frame rate, you know, um, or... or well, I say not crazy by today's it's really, standards. It's really a shutter, yeah. And then the shutter angle really different, yeah, so that it was jittered, yeah, it jittered almost. Jittery, and, yeah. I mean, um, Janusz is very, very, very good. Janusz Kaminski, who's the cinematographer, really, really uh, fabulous um, in terms of going and pushing the limits of what's possible. Um, and and I, I think those kinds of things really are inspiring because, again, just going for a walk with a very kind of close shutter, moving camera, just in traffic and that kind of capture. Or mm-hmm. years ago when I was shooting film, you know, I had a, a motor drive on my F2 or 3 Nikon, or as you say, Nikon. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of burst, we would often do that, say, if I was shooting fashion, just to shoot little bursts of, you know, 10 frames, eight frames, just to get that exact right moment. Well, now we can do that, you know, easily. The question is, how can we do it easily with sharpness, if that's what we desire? Or what's the the most creamy, you know, lyrical, softer way to do it, if that's what we desire? Um, all of which is, is what to say is there's a lot more to capturing a still image using video processes um, yeah. that are inspiring and often will create uh, technical surprises that are worth building on. So, uh, and, and also if one is involved in, you know, for example, you use a application, you know, like Photoshop or Luminar one that, that embraces layers. When you layer multiple frames of things that are just off by ever so slightly. Mm -hmm. What does that do if one brings down the transparency of one and up on the other and and interplays the, the layering of those kinds of images? That's, that's an interesting thought. Yes. So, yeah. And, uh, Especially, uh, I suppose, especially if you were managing to keep the camera still. So some of the things in the background, like buildings or mountains or whatever, wouldn't be seen to be moving. They'd still stay static, but you could have the the, yeah. the actual subjects moving, you know, people or, or animals or whatever in, in the frame. Yeah. Or if you don't want them. In other words, even the kind of uh, slight movement of you know, the hand and the mountain in the background, the movement in the foreground. Um, nowadays, one could slide the image to create that match. Yes. In layers yeah. um, so that individual parts of the image are sharp and, and, and you know, without any kind of um, dynamic 
you know, relative movement between mm -hmm. them, while other parts of the image are not. And of course, once you dive deeper into layering, you could actually use masks to move certain parts of the image yeah. so that they are overlaid and sharp and others that are very, very fluid. Um, so, you know, this is all about just inspiring people to explore photography you know, writ large. With, it's it's with a really good point. I mean, yeah, we could, uh, it, this has not been inspired yet, at least not for me, this conversation by things like the launch of new iPhones or any, or, or other things, but, but it, yeah, we have reached a point of maturity right now where yeah, cameras can shoot many cameras can shoot high resolution, yeah, high frame per sec, high frame rates, you know, with, with, with great accuracy. Um, and it's, uh, it reminded me actually of uh, of my daughter who at the moment is is um uh having fun building tiktok she's just learning about how to to, to build a, a tiktok video or whatever they whatever they call them on tiktok i don't know um uh and she's doing she's got some video that we've taken of her doing things like um horse riding and stuff like that and she uh and and you know her jumping and cantering on the horse and stuff like that that she's making into tiktoks and it's really um it's a really creative process that she's going through for her. I mean, yeah, there's a yeah, the, there's a whole set of tools and templates and things in TikTok. Obviously, that that many people listening may may know far better than I do because I don't do TikTok. Um, but she's coming up with some really creative stuff, and that's that's video. And there's there's stills to be yeah. grabbed, and there's you can turn it into slow mo. And there's a lot of creative stuff going All on. That, uh, my my uh, you know uh, ten year old granddaughter uh, tipped me to this when she was eight <laughs> maybe she said oh uh have you used cap cut yeah 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 that's one of the apps that they uh, all I use, use now uh, yeah cap cut i don't know uh, you know i use <laughs> avid yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, exactly, like, yeah let me show you what you can do this is eight or nine year old editing videos at a very sophisticated level yeah you know on her ipad and so, you know, I downloaded it and did a little exploration when I was actually on the phone, on, on the plane from Los Angeles here, I took a, a several um, four or eight second clips mm -hmm. that I had done that I had made in runway. So these are all AI uh, uh, imagery yeah, yeah. and mm -hmm. started to... Um, edit them together into say a 30 second piece, add music and all kinds of glitches and transitions all on my phone. I mean, it was just amazing um, how intuitive it was and how great it was. Um, and that really is, um, if we're talking about the future of photography, obviously these kinds of processes uh, are going to become more narrative based. In other words, you'll be able to say clip one, clip two, clip three, move clip three, do a transition, oh, slower yeah, transition. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You won't even need to actually, you know, put your massive fingers on the little <laughs> screen and try to be frame accurate about your cutting points, but do it uh, voice. And, and um, so editing could become this relationship between, you know, uh, AI, not, not uh, AI in the, kind of controversial end, but just the in, in interpretation of 
voice into action um, and with fine tuning. And, and these things are emerging. We can probably do another uh, show on, on that because there are some applications now that are coming out that are just purely voice um, say activated. Uh, I think that that's kind of an interesting yeah. uh, thing. Yeah, uh, that'd be interesting. But, we should we should do that. We should do a, a show and tell show, right? So if you're doing that and you're you're generating imagery in and runway and editing it on your phone, we should do a, a breakdown show of of that. You'll have to you'll have to share you'll have to choose one of your pieces, and 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 we'll we can chat through the processes and and you know, and stuff like that. That I think would be a really interesting conversation to have to sort of un, unpick that little creative process. Yeah, and and again, so you make the video, and in the video, maybe you find a clip in the transitions between images that you can lift as a still and then work them. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm just very, very committed to. I mean, I, to breaking um, the mold of what I would consider. Photography as a, I want to say as a chore. In other <laughs> words, you better bring your camera because we're having a birthday party. Line everybody up. Say, yeah. In other words, how do you always be, how to become enthusiastic about image making all the time? Because there's so much around us that are being, that's being developed and redeveloped and enhanced that creates so much more than a simple capture now. Um, and, you know, God knows, I'm certainly as committed to kind of slow photography and yeah. capture in a formal way and large format and platinum printing and all of that stuff as I am to creating your own negative or image, printing it as a negative then contact printing it in platinum and mixing very modern techniques with very traditional techniques as a way <clears throat> of breaking out of an aesthetic that could become stale. This is just in my work. And, th and that's why I embrace AI as tools, um, all manner of, of exploration of different techniques. And then Often I will do a dive into a technique and come up with maybe, you know, 5% of that that I'll integrate into what I would consider my normal go-to workflow. And so the exploration of technical, which is, you know, what kind of camera, what kind of shutter speed, are we going to do a 10-second capture? Maybe that's the limiting kind of yep. um, format that we go out, we go, it's, it's only going to be 10 seconds or five seconds, and that's going to be my clip. And then I'm going to pull something out, or I'm going to do some editing, or I'm going to do some layering, obviously different kind of colors. But on the other hand, you're going to go out with a camera in the most pure way with, with some vivid color, and you're going to go, today I'm only going to take pictures of something that has red in it on the street and that'll be my theme and in in looking at the world with that kind of limiter on it you expand your experience of seeing 
And that keeps you, I think, alive, vibrant, creative, and and you maybe even get some good pictures that way too. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting conversation, actually. I've been, uh, you know, yeah, I I've been wandering around, you know, recently, even just this morning, actually. I was uh, I had you know a, a dedicated camera in my hand. You know, I chose uh a 12 millimeter lens this morning for an APS-C format so it's a, a what's that it's a 18 24 uh, 24 18, yeah, no 18 like 18 equivalent yeah 18 um, to 20 yeah uh so so and uh yeah so that that gave me a uh a, yeah that every time I put the camera to my eye I was like oh no need to be way closer than that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah so so that that how and you can get some interesting perspectives shots and stuff like that but but i have to say i mean other than the lens choice i was just letting it well and and choosing a, a black and white profile just yeah because i wanted to yeah. shoot in and compose in black and white today uh i wasn't doing anything other than you know wonder i mean i was enjoying it very much but i wasn't doing anything you know uh other than you know pointing the camera taking a single shot moving on um the idea of doing it and taking a, a burst of stuff and coming back later maybe yeah that, that would be a good exercise i think a good exercise yeah. anything to break the mold and maybe we title this breaking the mold but but the, i i think there is um a a way of approaching um just creative photography um that embraces the future which is all the stuff that's about to happen coming up um, and diving in even with the imperfections of that said technology, as you pointed out at the beginning. In other words, even if it's not absolutely perfect, if it's still in alpha mode or beta mode, um, sometimes those glitches. I mean, I remember when glitches were something to be avoided Oh my God, we're glitching, and now it's an aesthetic. And I, I think I'm I'm kind of working towards that. Is sometimes our our mistakes become our genius, and I, I think exploring, risk taking, embracing the unexpected, and doing it by again setting parameters, but parameters outside your normal workflow. I think that's the uh, yes, the yeah, theme. yes. No, it's a, it's a it's an inter it's an interesting choice. You could yeah, it's uh sometimes I do, I do these sort of things sometimes, you know, like I'll I'll deliberately shoot at a fifteenth of a second and and you know yeah. and and stuff like that just to just to capture more movement or I suppose that then then you get into the space where well if I've got a you know a, a three hundred and sixty degree you know, sort of spherical camera where yeah. everything is video and and you know then then you go hunting that's that's a lot of hunting down to do though isn't it to find an image and all of that but it but is you, but also that's part of the process and part of the fun yeah yeah oh yeah yeah you could record you could record audio notes couldn't you, you could actually speak into yeah. the cameras you're recording it so that when you come back yeah. and look at a clip you know what you're looking for yeah, yeah. or at least you can remi- remind yourself what sure. it is that you saw right and it's like yeah you know, um uh, that that could be interesting yeah so Pick of the week? Yeah, lots of, yeah. Yes, pick of the week. Pick of the week. Go for it. You've got one. Uh, this is a, a photographer that you tipped me to <laughs> whose work is dazzling. Um, Anil? Anil, yes. Anil. 
Uh, his work and all of it will be up in the show notes, but um, I encourage people to visit him because he will um, take what could normally um, seem like regular street photography, almost snapshots, but he will explore the image in Photoshop and kind of deconstruct it, not hugely, but in ways that require a second look, that give it a heightened, surreal uh, impact. And it's a, it's a, quite a unique style. Um, and people have used this, obviously, over the top or very subtly. I think he uses real life almost as a sculpture <laughs> and and builds his photographs that way but uh i'm sure he'd be very pleased to hear you say that yeah um he's he's a a good friend of mine and um uh i think it's uh so i'm very happy to support this as a pick of the week um (laughs) yeah uh, double pick uh, yeah and uh yes so so sometimes i i'd say actually some of his work when he says how to do it can be very humorous as well in the manipulations he makes in photoshop you know um uh which is which is good fun so cool all right well um yeah i'll put link in the show notes just a quick show today because you've got stuff to do i got stuff to do chris is unfortunately not with us uh so i think that's us done isn't it so thank you for listening everybody um this has been the future of photography for this week and we will be back hopefully all three of us uh will be here next week thank you very much and take care bye-bye bye all bye been listening to the future of photography subscribe to the show wherever you get your other podcasts find the show notes and more information at thefutureofphotography.com.